we're going to hear the light hums of jazz in the air and low chatter that's coming from all around this makeshift semi-fancy uh, semi-fancy accommodations of this moderately sized meeting room. A boiling laughter comes from a table in the corner of this meeting hall where Lord Sinjin is sitting surrounded by well-dressed but sinister looking creatures of all races. It's just really a matter of closing the deal at this point. I can't imagine it could be much longer now. Uh, yeah, hold on a moment. Excuse me for a second. Sinjin looks down at his personal communicator to a streaming list of notifications from, a, from drow enforcers with links to a public forum. He raises an eyebrow and he follows the link to a message from Darkstar524. I just literally made a new username. <laughs> Tell me what it is later. The message reads, You fuck with us. It's over. I thought I could trust you, but I forgot that nobody is, is trustworthy in this business. I shouldn't have even thought about it. You cross us again. One of us isn't leaving alive. The ship is ours. Sinjin flips his device sideways, revealing the keyboard in which he replies. He's got a sidekick, by the way. That's his communicators. Remember those like phones <laughs> you had to kick yeah. out? Just, oh, yeah. just kicks out the keyboard. And he replies. We see the Oliphant traveling through the drift, and Darkstar is lounging in a rec room, maybe, maybe working on Dusty. And as his communicator beeps, he reaches down and opens the phone to a single line of text from Lord Sinjin, in which he replies, See you soon. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hype. That's pretty it's hype. Too, <laughs> too easy. Let's go shoot him. a small bit, a minor bit, a little bit of smoke coming from the air vents in the Oliphant as the right engine has blown just as the ship has entered into the drift. Um, PP11, would you go ahead and kick off the night with a quick, um, probably engineers check or Darkstar if you're up there with him if you want to do it as well either one of you yeah yeah, yeah. no distracted quick, driving a quick no distracted. diagnostic PP11 you have good control of the ship for now but now it's just kind of a matter of diagnosing the ship damage I don't have an engineering okay so PP11's eye on the road Darkstar has an engineering I have an engineering we have all, all four party members rush up to the front of the in the, in the computers. Oh, I want to do it. 
<laughs> Let me. Dark I'll Star, see what's Dark going studied, on. Darkstar studied engineering for two years and then realized he didn't want to do that with his life. So he, yeah, started studying <laughs> psychology and then went back to engineering education anyway. Um, so he's got a pretty good idea of engineering and he got a 24. A 24. Whoa, what's your mod? That's wicked. For it's a plus 10. Wicked. Damn. He's wicked smart. <laughs> the computer speaks to you in an Australian <laughs> accent. No, I'm kidding. We got wicked damage in the <laughs> ride engine. Uh, no, you're able to assess that. I'm clipping it. It's mine. It's I don't. It's my property. Sorry. Uh, you're able to assess the damage. Um, this ride engine is operating at about 50% power. Um, you would assume that uh, you're going to be fine, probably, probably. Um, but stopping somewhere to get this looked at before, like barreling in anywhere, may be a good idea um, because there is about probably like a 70% chance that you'll make it to your destination at the current state of the engines. All right. Should we check computers at like potential places we can get this fixed? Yeah, let me do a quick Google search. Um. And I'll say, I'll say at this moment, everybody is probably in the same room as you just heard an explosion, um, okay. and you're just trying to figure out what's going on. So free convo right. here. Okay. Darcy is going to whip out like his sidekick, because <laughs> I also have a sidekick, <laughs> but it's got a laser keyboard. <laughs> he's got like a, he's got like a. Like a, one of those Yu-Gi-Oh! Like disc decks. Right. And like he whips it out and then puts his sidekick on it. There's a little laser that comes down and he just types with the one hand. Um, Hell and yeah. <laughs> Darkstar like hears the explosion, looks out the, the side window, checks the reading on the computer, um, says to the team, Well, not looking good. Engine is a little bit busted. We're not in any immediate danger, but... We're not going to make it very far unless we pull over somewhere. Uh, probably pull uh, pull into a Jiffy Lube or uh, uh, somewhere we can get the oil changed and the engine checked out. Uh, I'll, I'll do a couple quick searches on the mainframe computer, but if you all know of anything, just let me know. Uh, we're in the diaspora, right? Right, right. And you would know, like, this is a pretty desolate area for the most part. There's not a lot of Jiffy Lubes around. Um, this is kind of an asteroid cluster, I'm pretty sure. Um, um, yeah, no, it's it's like the, uh, in my mind, I feel like it's, um, what's the, not the Milky Way, what's the a asteroid belt in real life? Just the asteroid belt, right? I'm pretty sure between um, Saturn and Neptune. Yeah. Or, well, no, it's is, isn't it between like Mars and Jupiter? Yes. Mars and Jupiter. Well, it's it's an asteroid. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm it pretty sure the, the diaspora Cooper belt. No, I'm pretty sure it's because no, it's the two one. planets exploded, and it created this weird like just chunks of asteroids everywhere. Floating. Yeah, asteroids we're seeing around. it's made of millions of asteroids ranging in diameter from a few meters to hundreds of miles. Um, and due to the vast size of the diaspora, collisions between these asteroids are rare, but they're mostly barren, airless rocks, um, and there's no there's no central government here, so it's just kind of 
space for the most part. This sounds like the place where we find a mechanic. It's the this is one. the kind of this is the kind of place I would want to find a mechanic. Cause True. Yeah. I mean if there if there is anyone out here, I don't I can't pick that up from the way we've talked about it so far. But there's some dude that's a mechanic out here. He seems like he wouldn't care about Edge Corp, so. Journey Journey sighs. Says fuck. I'll be honest. Most ships in this condition don't last too long out here in the diaspora. I know a place, but I'm gonna have to be the one to fly us there. I know a guy that owes me a favor. He could probably fix our ship. Well, Johnny, we're here if you need any help, but we trust you. Also, Shinjin messaged me back. He's on our ass. Anyway, let's get the <laughs> ship fixed up. <laughs> He's gonna kill us. You're just, we're moving. You're just <laughs> casually texting the guy that's that just tried to kill us? Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, next time I see him, I'll probably try to blow his head off. But he's, you know, one of the oldest. Used to be friends I had in the galaxy, you know, as they say, hate is close to love, so. Wait, you love this guy? I did. I mean, he was one of my best friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I, things change, you know, things change. And uh, now I want him dead, so. The problem is he also do, wants us dead. So, do do yeah. you need to talk? Do you need to talk about it? I don't need. No, it seems we're, like we're good. I'm fine. Kind of work with I shouldn't have trusted that's, him in the first place. That's kind of a lot. That's like really nice information to know, maybe prior to taking this job. But uh, look, yeah, you guys think time to take this job anyway, Joni. <laughs> Joni is walking down the uh, the corridor and is going to the cockpit. <laughs> uh, PP11 wants to go to the computer. Okay. It's the first time he's been off the pilot seat and he wants to use the computer. He's got it. Yeah, he's, he's been he's been he's been needing to use the computer for the past six hours. He's been holding it. <laughs> <laughs> first, PP11 plugs uh, in, himself, relieves himself, and then um, he wants to go to the website Android Mingle. <laughs> And he makes a dating profile. Uh, All right, I'm gonna um, say that's gonna take one d four days to complete. The yeah, that's perfect. PP11's dumping his cookies. He's emptying his cash into the main computer. Also, that is I, I so PP11, funny. PP11's the guy that's gonna write like write a bio and then immediately delete it. You know? Yeah, like, I rolled no, a four. No, no, no. I rolled a yeah. four. So I spent four days on it. Just. Hey, he's just, you're coming back to it, right? You let it sit. You're going to sit on it. You're going to come back. You're going to finish. It's great. Just his, his bio at first just says beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> They're not going to like that. Like no one's going to swipe on that. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So while, um, while uh, PP11 is using the computer, uh, we're going to pan up to the, the cockpit. Joni, go ahead and roll me a piloting check. Okay. As you plot a course for you know where. That is an eight piloting check. An eight? Oh my God, we're not going to okay, make look, it. Look, look, you. It's no, been no, a no, while. no, no, no. It's a 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. Okay, okay. So it's been a while. 
Okay, it's been a while I'm since right. you've been here. And you're trying to kind of get where you are on the map, and you, you're not familiar with these computer or these uh, these controls, so it takes you a little while. But you're pretty darn certain you've been able to plot a, a decent course. Um, and we start heading there. It's going to take us. I mean, we're we're in the diaspora, so probably a a day or two to get there. Um, is anybody else doing anything? Or Joni, is there anything that you want to do while you guys kind of take off? I I like to imagine that the way she knows how to get here is not through coordinates, but just memorizing a pattern of asteroids, and that's why it takes so long. It's <laughs> right. like, is that, is that the big, like, potato-shaped one that I take a right at, or is that... Or is it the next one? You know, like... 300 yeah. miles away. <laughs> Right. Um, uh, but this no, is not think, drift travel, by the way. We're already here, so we're just going to it. An- analog. Analog. I, I think. I mean, Jenny's just piloting most of the time, or the whole time. Um, I don't think she lets anyone else take over. So that's okay. what she's doing, pretty much. Have some people bring her, bring her some coffee and some space bars. Dude, space bars. Darkstar tries to cook Joni some pizza fries. <gasps> and oh, you guys, you guys go and you see. Do we have a kitchen? I think we do, or some sort of. There gotta be something, right? Do we have something <laughs> here? Hold on. Because <laughs> I'm assuming it, if you guys go in there, you are shocked to see they have a Mark One air fryer. Holy. So you guys are freaking, it is bougie up in here. <laughs> Dude, pizza, With our pizza common rolls. living quarters. <laughs> Dude, they got an air fryer, yo! <laughs> it's just a college dorm room. All of our, just, yeah. Um, I do want to say over comms, uh, whenever we start getting like close, like whenever we're like an hour out or something, right. um, and just say, And then she cuts out. Huh. We're put her on these beep types. Boop. We should be able to be fine, right, Beep 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 Boop. Yeah, it's just probably her dad or somebody significant in her life, and it's probably a rift in the relationship. Um, typical humans. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, Beep but I just have a feeling that her dad's dead. She just strikes me as. <laughs> beep Boop. Maybe. Maybe it's a, a maybe it's a brother. Yeah, I can see or being a, a brother. Sh- shady cousin. This I mean, is uh, guys, guys, this is a heavy topic to. What are you doing so. in here? Comms are still on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a private comms. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Darkstar knocks the comm button, turns it off. Uh, it's literally like Ursan coming in through comms and Joni both at the same time. Like, I, what are we talking about? <laughs> I was envisioning like us standing in the bathroom and then Ursan is in is in the toilet like cell and he's like, what are you guys even talking about? Oh, Pe- peeking over the top of the like divider between yeah. stalls. Yeah. What are you guys? What are we talking about? <laughs> You guys talking about Joni? 
<laughs> what is it with us always in like imitating Silas's characters? It's like everybody's frizzy gig. Everybody's Ursa. They've got unique voices. They've got very unique yeah. voices. It's so funny. It's easy to easy to have fun with. Uh, but Zach, I unironically, in the time, the couple days that it takes us to get there, um, I am going to spend some time uh, trying to privately browse any like information, like big headlines going on, like this Edge Corp. No, their ship is gone. We don't right. have to worry about Sinjin, but I want to know if there's a lot of noise being made about right. the BD-50, not the BD-51 for the um, Oliphant being missing. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Give me a... Uh, I feel like that's still computers, which is kind of lame. Uh, but you have a really good <laughs> computer, so I'll give it to you. Uh, give me the computers, all of the computers. Is there Another 24. Culture? Okay. Man. What'd you say, Chance? Nothing. I, I was thinking, like, maybe culture. Like, I was thinking society. society. Yeah, society you know. kind of is what I was thinking. But, like, but. I'm thinking if if I, I'm doing it from this perspective, I think. This is, I mean, you could do either one. I'll say you do either one. One is searching through, like, media, which would be, like, through media platforms and, like, actually looking at, like, private journals and stuff. The other one is to go in and look for hot, like, hot words, right? Like, the Oliphant or, like, pro, like a, you know, Edgecore Project or stuff like that kind of grabbing all of the bits and pieces that are out there. Um, you are shocked to see um, that the post, first off, rechecking the post that you had put on the public forum to Sinjin now has a like server error notification, like it's been taken down. So that's no longer online, but you are able to see that um, as of right now, what have we been out a few days, I think, right? No, no, it's pretty fresh still. Cause you guys, your engines just blew right before you went into the drift. Like as you guys were backing out. It's been so, yeah, maybe 24 hours. Really nothing yet. Uh, not, not a lot of, of chatter. What's going to determine whether or not there's chatter. And this is something I think you're learning as you're doing this, um, with a 24 is is this something that is going to be tightly held under wraps to where they're going to just do everything they can to make this disappear? Like, we can't talk about this this hidden prototype. That's the word I'm looking for. The secret technology. Or is the media going to talk anyway? Like, is it going to get out through some other source? Um, nothing really popping up right now as, as, far as, as far as, like, general internet search goes. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave it at that for now. I also want to do one more thing. I think after doing that check, um, Darkstar is gonna like kind of like furrow his brow and like look off into the distance, pull out his uh, personal device, um, <laughs> and um, I'm gonna try to track Sinjin, the number or the address that he sent me his text message from, hoping that in a moment of uh, poor judgment from being angry, he didn't use a protected source to send this information. Okay. I want to see if I can find out where he sent it from. Is it going to be another um, computers? Well, it's gone. The post is gone. Oh, I thought he texted me directly and said, No, no, no. Soon. It was literally a comment on the post. You got a notification <laughs> uh, on the post. Like, he commented <laughs> on your your forum. With a, with a direct, like, I guess, message, it might be easier... 
but with just like a Facebook post, I don't know how like it would be really hard to find a location data for that, right? So last time you rolled for that, right? You l l rolled to locate it, and it was like a, a roaming IP. Like anytime you would pin it down, it would go somewhere else. You assume Nord similar VPN. situation, right? Yeah, yeah NordVPN. Tor, Tor browser. This episode right. is sponsored by. This is a good good spot for our ad. My name is Darkstar, and I never browse unprotected, and you shouldn't either. <laughs> I always. I... <laughs> Brought to you by raw garlic. Best garlic <laughs> in the space system. <laughs> Keep you safe from vampire monsters. I want to do fake space ads, fake ads. so bad. Mm -hmm. We are already advertising the the uh, radio station though, pretty heavily. Um, That's true. <clears throat> any any other things that anyone is doing or wants to take care of before we arrive at our destination? Ursan, are you doing anything besides your typical exercises? Um, no, no. I think he's he's going through some of that stuff. Um. Not as much. Probably meditating more. He's thinking about a lot of things. He's reevaluating, right? Um, uh, especially kind of like, yeah, his. All, all, so much stuff in the last episode tied into so many things that have happened in his life up until that point. Right. And so now he's kind of uh, contemplating, like, what did I do? What should I have done? Were those the same thing? Was it something different? Blah blah blah. What did my dad teach me? What do I actually think? Blah, blah, blah. So he's been mostly meditating on all of those things and um, uh, possibly verging on existential crisis. So lots of meditation, lots of processing. Uh, good conversation on the ship. About an hour goes by um, after Joni opens comms to you all and you approach this asteroid Joni and when you see it you're you're certain that's it um, <clears throat> before you is this 450 mile asteroid with a prominent large cut that kind of is is chiseled out of the the asteroid it's a crevice Um and as you approach Joni, you kind of slow the engines, um, and a radio call comes through on your the central comms unit of the, the Oliphant. And as it beeps, it rings once, and immediately is followed by three scarlet lasers that shoot right over the top of the vessel. coming from this crevice in the rock. Do you answer the call? Yeah. <clears throat> the voice comes over the radio. You have no business here, Edge Corp. We'll take the scrap off you, though. <laughs> Line cuts. <laughs> I called back. <laughs> Does it, do they, like, hang no, up? No, no, no. Just, like, the, the voice just kind of yeah. shuts down. It's still an open Hold line. your fire. This is free Captain Joni of the Defects. Got a new ship. Dead air on the other side. Shit. Joni. Gods among the stars. Stand down, gents. Joni. 
on in, Jody. Hang a three for you, as usual. Open back. Line cuts. The red lasers in this crevice kind of die. Um, this is pretty standard procedure for you, Jonah. You know, you might have forgotten, like, oh, shoot, yeah, they always fire that friggin' warning shot stuff. Because it just doesn't yeah. happen to you. You have the new ship. Uh, yeah. Darkstar, PP-11, roll me a society check. Culture, I think. Oh, yeah. Is it culture? Culture, culture the scheme. <laughs> Natural two for an eight. Okay. <laughs> no idea where we are. 14. Okay, you also aren't aware of where we are. Yeah, well, screw you. Um, it just looks, it's just this dead asteroid kind of out here in the... the oh, dead ass? A dead ass dead asteroid ass. out here in the diaspora. <laughs> um, but Joni seems very right at home here. As you pull in... Dead ass droid. A dead ass <gasps> droid. That is very funny. Gosh, dang it. Uh... <laughs> You pull into Hangar 3, Joni, and uh, around you, as you get closer, you are kind of greeted by these very hazy-looking, well-put-together buildings, uh, but it is a, a actually pretty busy port from which you can see, everybody else can see. Um, there are these several large warehouses, it looks like, very large hangars, you would assume probably for like ship repair and ship um, upgrading. And then some of the largest buildings on this asteroid kind of cut out in this, this crevice are bright, lit up, they look like casinos. And as you get closer to the hangar, you're able to see these massive laser weapons that on the side of them, there are these these hand-painted letters that look kind of like, uh, used to probably look new, but they're kind of worn away at this point. It, and one of them, it just says broadside. <laughs> so just a very odd place, but you guys are able to land your ship no problem, Joni. And you touch down, you cut the engines. I imagine Joni is like uh, flipping some of the like overhead switches, powering things off and hits comms again, says, like I said earlier, just follow my move. And two things, don't make any deal with anyone, and no matter how much they taunt you, don't start any fights. And then she like goes to the main, like goes to where like our like exit is on the ship. Okay. You guys uh, make your way off the ship, Joni, I, I assume leading the bunch here, and you're met with a street, kind of a weird, it's like kind of a street, it's more like a half walkway out of your hangar into this kind of bizarre area, you know? Joni, I assume you know exactly where you're going, so you kind of lead, yeah. um, you lead the group past some very large looking aliens and humanoids and just frightening individuals uh, by size stake, uh, uh, sake. And um, you go, Joni leads you to this warehouse that is lit by like a teal blue light. The exterior of this warehouse looks similar to all the other warehouses around except for a very bright coat of white paint that just covers the entire exterior of this hangar. Joni, 
You lead the group in through the door, and you walk into this warehouse filled to the brim with well-organized scrap. There seems to be some sort of organization system here where there's very small parts on one half of the warehouse, and the, the size kind of grows in a very, like, aesthetically pleasing way to where this, this these pieces are up on the walls, all the way to the back where the warehouse is covered with quality parts that are just giant being moved around by heavy machinery. This warehouse is lit by that similar blue teal light by these sconces that are on the ground just kind of beaming light up the sides of the warehouse. The floor is this white marbly kind of stone that is just makes makes this area kind of a, a natural chilly cool, you know, you know, like concrete kind of. And at the there's a small greeting desk up front and behind it sits a witch word which is a eight-foot-tall, four-armed, glowing-eyed alien. Um, and he is leaning over the greeting desk, and he is covered in a cloak um, with his face kind of covered, except for his yellow, beaming eyes. And he looks up from his work, and as Joni walks in, and he just says, Joni, Joni. Joni, it's been ages. Good to see you. And he kind of rises from his seat and he comes around to greet you in front and his eyes immediately narrow when the new group kind of follows in. And he says, what are these thoughts following you around? It's okay, Igorn. Me and my new crew. We go by the Bangarang gang now. His eyes kind of narrow glow of the yellow kind of turns into slits as he stares and he says mm. what uh, what happened to the defects last I heard you were gallivanting around after a victory against titan power you and uh, you and that other one Miley right I think uh, Joni just kind of like tenses, like just she's very rigid, like lockjaw a little bit. Sighs, says, "Well, we're not together anymore. They'd rather work for the stewards than the free captains these days. Mm. Had to cut them loose." PP11, your 14 roll kicks in at the mention of free captains. And your eyes, your eye kind of widens as it registers in your mind that you are on the broken rock, which is the like home of the free captains. And the reason that Joni has to lead you around is because she has the credentials to be here, which is insane. It should just blow your mind that Joni is a free captain. This is like renegades of renegades. And Chance was explaining also that like this is what this faction goes all the way back towards uh, the Skulls and Shackles campaign, right? The the captain. Yeah, the captain of I can't remember his name. I think it's over the B. Not not the slimy first mate. Uh, guy. Do you guys oh, the big guy that we only that? saw fight in that one yeah. battle and he just yeah. like fucked he everyone was, up? He was yeah. dope yeah. as hell. 
Yeah, 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 and and, and I pr- I'm pretty sure like Dick or somebody like shot somebody before they like. Yeah, hit him. yeah, I shot yeah, somebody. And he like looked before. at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like... yeah, and he and he gave you guys all like good loot afterwards. Right. Uh, that guy was a free captain. So like very tight knit group, very like it's very much like Pirates of the Caribbean, like the central like all the captains you know meet it's a very like close knit um it's almost like it's almost like freemasons but also like pirates it is kind of like a mix between the two right right it's like a it's like a thieves guild it is like right right very secretive very like like passed down for thousands of years i guess at this point right yeah that's crazy yeah uh egorn at that says back to you, Joni. And you trust these three here. You bring them here. Like I said, they're my new crew. I've trusted them with my life a handful of times now. All right. All right. No, that's that's fine then. Well, what can I do for you, Bangarang gang? We uh, picked up a new ship, lifted it from some Edge Corp trash, but we blew an engine on the way here. Just need a quick patch and we'll be on our way. Uh, he goes back behind his desk and starts flipping through a very thick ledger. He says, what's the... Uh, What's the manufacturer? Is this and you said you said Edge Corp, right? Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, do you know what class? Tier three sledgehammer. Mm, mm, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And he flips some more. He says the right engine. Right engine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We could take care of that for you and. Um, kind of leans in and he says I remember what you did for me this one's on the house no worries and kind of sits back and says what what hangar 13 thank you Egorn I won't forget this absolutely no that's totally fine is there anything else that you guys are wanting to add to your ship while it's here Um, this guy is a a a pretty much a pirate engineer like he can fix your ship up with anything like there's a good chance that they have what you're looking for here uh you guys are rocking 13 bp 13 build points um and if there's anything that you're wanting to either add onto the ship or switch out um we'll check power usage and stuff but i think you guys are pretty good on that um and yeah, we'll we'll do any additions here. But if you're just looking for the quick quick patch job, it's gonna be on the house. I think uh, Daddy needs a new computer. Who the fuck is this guy? Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! Did I say that Alamo was supposed to be a? <sighs> well, you heard him. He goes by Daddy. <laughs> I never knew my Daddy. Come here, Daddy. Stands up all eight feet of him. Darkstar like puts his hands back. Um, Kind of like showing palms, bowing head, not not a threat. Name's uh, Darkstar. Sorry, 
pistol to my mouth. But we've got the creds for it, and uh, I do think we could use a new computer. Alright. What, what are you looking for? Mono node, duo nodes, Mach 1s, 2s, 3s. Or something bigger. Uh, I think for now we're looking for a, a Mark II mono node, if you could do that for us. Hmm. Yeah, that should um should take only all said and done. We got a good crew here today. We could take care of them by the end of the day. Perfect. It's gonna cost you four BP. We're good for it. All right. Anything else? We uh we'd also like a a med bay of some sort. As you can see, we're trying to patch ourselves up a bit more after our last tussle. You're right. These Edge Corp clowns, no med bay, just piss poor bare bones vessel. That one's eight, eight. I believe. Right. He squints down. Yeah, I can piece something together here. Kind of flips through the pages. And that's going to take just another day. It's going to take a while. Last thing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to need a brig. Kind of raises his eyebrows, peeks at you. Wide, wide glowing eyes, gr glowing brighter. And, right, uh, she puts her hands up and kind of shrugs. Hopefully we'll never use it, but, you know, business is business. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. That's going to be just one. BP? Yeah, right? one BP. Yeah. Is there a like limit of expansion bays? Like can we just add everything? So there's or? three there's only whichever expansion bays are currently present. So we have the arcane, we have yeah. the uh lab the other lab. What's the it's like an yeah. engineer's tech tech workshop. Tech workshop and then the uh the HAC, the uh yeah, the fun suite. Uh, those are the three you have. So you can sub those out, but I think you only have three in that ship. Hmm. But those are all expansion bays. So we're going to have to get rid of the HAC probably for the new, for the med bay. pissed! Didn't, you, didn't you say we could like sell part of it? Like it would cover, like by getting rid of it, we could get, we could, it would shave off some of the BP. Right. These are worth one. I think each of them are worth one, except for one is worth three, I believe. On the on the on the sheet you sent me, it says Arcane Laboratory, Rec Suite, Tech Workshop. And then the null space cargo holds, but I'm assuming we're keeping those. Like that's Right. So we we could swap out the I, I would say swap out the Rec Suite for the for the med bay. And then I guess we want to just hold off on the brig. Because I I don't think that's worth. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, if, if it's going to take in a whole expansion bay slot, it's not worth it. Yeah, it would take up an expansion bay slot. Is there a, a computer that has two more? Like six? A good one that has, they cost six? Um, I don't think so. I think it goes from there to eight. We could just save them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Let's just save the BP, I guess. So we're just doing the med bay. Yeah. I well, med so. bay and um, computer. The computer. The computer upgrade. 
Yeah. So that is 12 total. Minus, we're shaving yeah. off two for both of those. Oh, no, no, no. The Mark 1 computer you're getting rid of, so that'll be one as well. So eight, four, And if we had ten. one more BP, we could, we could get good sleeping quarters. <laughs> so 10 total BP. Oh, wait, wait, so that means we have three. Three left. Right, so you guys are able to still remain, like, sleep and stuff in your vessel while things are being worked on during the day. Um, but is there anything that you guys are wanting to do here on the Broken Rock or Joni, anyone you want to see or anything like that? Or are we just going to kind of try to lie low um, before heading out in a few days? I want to saw that big statue. Okay. Forever for how much yeah. it is, and then any of the, any of the like you know guns and armor we picked up that are on like our loot sheet. But okay. just like a great. I'll like pop in, pop out, like sell some Dump stuff. Dump it off. Do yeah, we you sell know that stuff, go. or do we do we use it to make new stuff or whatever? Uh, you I can do the you UPB route if you want, but it's pretty much the same thing. Hmm. It's just plastic pieces that they have the same value as a credit so just so either one is fine yeah either, either one is fine but if you just want to sell them Joni know exactly where to go and you're able to, to pawn those off we get back onto the ship after um everything has been installed new things have been installed uh unfortunately it's still not a high enough level computer to have speaking capabilities to where it can do all sorts of cool stuff for you but it is a better computer you could tell uh just from arriving that it's uh it's even more impressive than the previous computer the med bay uh is uh yeah i mean it actually looks pretty well done for for what you were expecting kind of get back into the ship and uh you have a message as you are getting ready to take off. Who's going to be piloting us out of here? Or do you want to listen to the message before we pilot away? Yeah, hit us with the message uh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, it is from Terica. <gasps> Fuck. How long have we been gone? Like two or three days? Just a couple days. Yeah, just oh, a few man. days. A familiar Bruneri face appears on the... Uh, ship's computer. Maybe a little bit more high definition. We're getting more into 1080p territory than 720. Uh, nice, but, uh, nice. She she appears and she has this look of pure horror on her face as she she appears on the screen and she just says Well this ain't exactly what I had in mind when I said that I was fixing to go independent. But I'm glad to see that y'all made it off the rock without too many bullets in your brisket. I received, people have been talking. News has kind of gotten out that the ship's gone missing. Um, and when Deminda didn't respond to me after two days, I pretty much assumed the worst. She kind of gets a little bit more hopeful. She says, hey. Cinch and shirk the deal. So, y'all are proud new owners of a cargo hold big enough to fit a stuffed nicer holler up. I believe it's how you pronounce it. It is a space T-Rex. I'll send it to you. <laughs> now get your asses back here to Absalom Station. Um, there's a few things we need to talk about. And 
if you're feeling up to it, I think I found a new job for you, too. But when you get here, you definitely need to figure out what our next move is. Meet me at docking bay 87 and have some station. A little bit of clarification, and I think I left this off. I, I wasn't really, I did a poor job of explaining. Um, this is not, this is a hot vessel. Uh, you guys definitely have a target on your back. This is the vessel that went missing, but it is a, a pretty much the equivalent of an Amazon truck. Like Edge Corp has thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of these sledgehammer uh, tier three vessels, these transporter ships, but the, the magical prototype piece in this ship is on the interior. So no passerby is gonna think twice really looking at this vessel. Pretty much you're just driving around a tagless car, tagless Amazon truck. That's kind of sus. How do we get tags? <laughs> <laughs> gotta go through space DMV, baby. We're gonna spend three episodes going through space DMV. So it is a little sus. Wait a few it years. It is. Is there anyone on the rock that'd be able to fake ship registration because if there's a place that would be able to do it it's here yeah yeah there is Joni. you would know exactly where to go all right to get something like that done how much is it gonna cost us um <clears throat> let me see actually i'm gonna say we don't have to rp it out Joni, go ahead and give me a charisma check or like a persuasion role or something Diplomacy? to see if you can like make a deal happen while you're here would that be Diplomacy. Diplomacy, yes. Or intimidation, whichever route you want to go. That was almost nat 20. Um, that is a 19. Do you get like an extra D6 or something? What is that for? That is for expertise, and I do not. I, oh. I get expertise for bluff and sense motive right now. Eventually, I can get one for diplomacy. Okay. But I... I also get I get to reduce my pirate culture DCs by five. Oh, okay, okay. If I'm like in an in if I'm in like a den of pirates or right. Well, I'm gonna say that you're able. Info. You're definitely able to ask around, and something like this um, is a pretty big ask to, because what you're doing is you're literally you're you're wanting somebody. You're talking about a well done job. This is not just like fake yeah. tags. You're not just like getting the printed tags. You're literally getting somebody to go in and place registration in the system for this vessel. So that if mm -hmm. any, going to any any planets, like parking on any planets, they're going to pull your tat, your plates pretty much, your registration, and it's gonna come up as legit, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, it is gonna cost, you rolled a 19 total? 19, yeah. Okay, normally, 2,000 credits, you're going to get 1,000. Hell yeah. Easy, dude. Yeah, we purchased that to be as a soon as we possibly can. That's that's huge. Okay, so this is going on while you guys are getting work done on the ship. You're getting this registration put in. Joni is able to kind of pull all the strings necessary to make this happen and get a pretty sweet deal. So right. the plan... Plans, uh... Just get Terica. Get out. And then I guess find the find a new job. Sounds like she's got one lined up for us. <laughs> she's good at her job, I can say that much. I take Keep that it. back. I think yeah, Joni's like oh. excited about like this new job. But then she says No, before before we do the job, Urson, tell us 
Tell us about your mom. What does she need? Um, she has a um, very rare affliction. Many of my uh, village, I guess you would call it, um, have succumbed um, as uh, prolific of researchers as many of them were. The direct causes are unknown. So, um, uh, my father, my father gave me some clues uh, as to places to look, and then Sinjin said he had it, whatever it was. Um, so there is that. That is all I know. Hmm. Well, Sinjin's probably full of shit. It's probably just lying, telling you anything to get him, to get you to turn on us. But, the odd chance that he's not, I personally would like to pay a visit to our uh, ex-employer and ex-best friend. Right, Darkstar? Yeah. I'd like to have a couple words with him. But only if everyone on the ship is down for it. I'm done putting us in danger if we don't need to be. Beep boop, I'm down to clown. Read <laughs> if that is what everyone wishes. I I must find out what he knows. Alright, then it's decided. Let's head to Absalom, grab Terika. And let's find Sinjin. <laughs> well, we're gonna have a run in with him either way. I just think it's all about when. The easier we make ourselves to find, the easier he'll probably find us. The chances of us finding him first are fairly slim, but I'll do my best to find out where he's hiding now. While we're on our way back to Alpha Station. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so Darkstar, you're gonna work on pinpointing um, a location for Sinjin, correct? Yeah, just like I know it's gonna be relatively difficult to like find out any information on him, um, but just knowing where he might frequent um, or you know where like we could exist and he would like know we're there and come find us or something right. like that. You know, right. similarly. Okay. All right. So conversely, so this is kind of what, what I'm hearing. I want to make sure I'm hearing you right. You are now looking for Sinjin and the best way that Darkstar thinks that can be doable is to just put himself out there. Like be noticeable right. instead right. of trying to hide. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, I think that is the fastest way to get Shinjin to follow, to find us and to like, come to us. But um, like if there's a way for us to find him, I would like to try. But right. I'm just saying, like, worst comes to worst, we can just exist and he'll find us. Like, that's just the right. truth. Right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say you're working you, while we're traveling through 
um, the drift back to Absalom Station, uh, you are, you're kind of doing a bit of research, right? Like, you, I think you are, I think you're doing a lot of personal research um, for newer locations, looking up Golden League, maybe hideouts, um, and, and doing your best to make sure that, uh, maybe even doing some personal introspection of like, you know, racking your brain about some of the places that he used to frequent, like you said. Go ahead and give me a computer's check. 28. Okay. All right. That's good. That's a really good roll. Um, by the way, everyone is level three now. I'm going to insert this now because I forgot to do it at the beginning of the episode, but I just remembered now. Ursan is also getting a hero point for choosing his friends over Sinjin. Yes. So it is applicable. The power so well done. of friendship. And, and not just that he chose his friends, because it's, I mean, there's a chance, obviously, that he screws them, but also his rationale for why he did was really good. I thought it was great RP. You are working and working and working, Darkstar, to make this happen. You're, you're getting there. You've, you've located just a few locations. At this point, it's nothing solid. You know that you can probably, probably end up locating him but it's definitely gonna take some more time um, and and maybe even a little bit more asking around um, because it's just, it's you're just not sure. You haven't nailed down to a couple quadrants of the pack worlds, but nothing that's like, yeah, let's go. Let's take a risk on this. Um, but I will say that is a higher roll than I expected you to roll and you're making progress. But after a while, you guys do arrive. You arrive at Absalom Station. As you uh, pull in to Hangar, 87. The entrance to this docking bay is uh, a di on a different part of Absalom Station that you're used to docking in. Uh, there's this wide airlock that is uh, kind of set into a wall of reinforced glass that you guys kind of fly into. Um, Joni, or is, is PP-11 piloting? Uh, Correct. Yes. I failed to get a, pi a, a plot course check. 19 and 27. Perfect. It's easy. You're getting the hang of this hunk of metal now. Um, I am a hunk so of metal. So as you get... <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> I am a hunk of metal. Um, as you guys approach, the airlock opens, and beyond this glass wall, uh, there's like a line of docking segments connected to a single long walkway exposed to the vacuum of space. So it's kind of this like semi in, semi out uh, airlock or this, this, uh, you notice that there are undead dock workers with exposed to the elements. Like they're, they're wearing suits, but they have no helmet. They're just like out there working on ships. Uh, completely exposed to the vacuum of space. Um, and they see your ship kind of come in. But there's also a uh, docked vessel. A lot of these vessels have like the, it looks like kind of a rib cage. Like the vessel itself looks like this monstrous rib cage. And one of these uh, vessels, kind of like a skeleton. And one of these vessels has like a blown out rib cage. And it's this luxury liner it just looks like it, it's seen some battle damage. The culture, I only got a 10. Okay. All right. So it's weird looking. You're not quite sure. Uh, but I got a 14. 
Okay. PP11, being in hangars often, sees this as, that is the DC, very good. It's an Opulus Drift Cruiser. So this is actually, um, you know about this kind of vessel? These suckers have like monster drift engines inside them. Like Whoa. this this ship itself is a beat up, super fast drift cruiser. You're able to see as you guys are kind of landing, Terika is in this super cute little space suit with a little bubble helmet <laughs> talking oh to one of these uh, amazing these corpse folk on the dock. <laughs> so as you park, you see, you know, as you're landing, like, shoot, we're going to have to suit up if we're going to go out on this kind of open yeah. space dock. Beautiful dock. Do you guys suit up and head on out there? Yeah. yeah. Ursan puts right. on his... Um, uh, it, it looks the suit he's wearing looks Extra exactly large. like Terika's. It's just bigger. <laughs> this is a huge fish bowl <laughs> on his head. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, yeah. Ursan zips Amazing. up. Zips up. He is now a small creature, just squeezing into this. All his fur is <laughs> matted down. Uh, yeah, you guys walk out onto the deck, and Terika kind of cuts off her conversation with this uh, crew member, and kind of you know, yips, jumps up a little bit, and she runs towards you down this metal grate, and she says, it is so nice to see you all living and breathing. How's the how's the, 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 the trip? We're living and breathing. Dark Star, S is <laughs> M-H. S. That bad, huh? It, it wasn't awesome. Yeah, all I had was kind of some signifiers uh, that uh, things went south. Um, is she dead? Is Deminda dead? Damn. Lot of pieces. We can fill you in on the ship, Terika. All I can say is We've been watching our back for the past four days. Harder than we've watched our back probably for a long time. Right. Sorry. Back here in one piece, though, and that's all that matters. Uh, okay, well, I, I was just speaking over here to um, one of these workers, and uh, if you take a look, and she kind of looks up at this gigantic luxury liner she says believe it or not this is um this unfortunate wreck is uh kind of the job that i was talking about um this is the harlequin's prayer um it was a versite starliner got popped by pirates whole burst killed almost everyone on board sad but how does that keep us in credits? Well, I found a buyer on Vest 2 looking for 50 tons of black hearts. You know, those little necrographs, strips of dead flesh that you get attached to your insides to, you know. She looks back at some of the corpses walking around to keep you ignoring the stuff that kills us living people, like vacuum and radiation. And where do we get all the corpses for these necrographs well you guessed it she kind of looks at the giant hole in this vessel 
there's a broker named Rishi who handles this kind of stuff. She works at the Revenant's Edge, uh, or Revenant's Urge, a club here in the station. Do I tell her you're coming, or did you guys want to talk about something? Wait till the job would... Sorry, <laughs> the job would literally be us, like going inside the ship and pulling out dead bodies so these corpses were um given to a broker so everybody on board we're talking about like freaking like 50,000 people dead like at oh my least. gosh and these corpses maybe not that much because it's it's like it's like built like this is like a built thing like they take the flesh and they turn it into like it's a manufactured thing called a black heart uh and it allows you to like breathe vacuum and not be affected by radiation if you have it like grafted onto your flesh so a lot of these undead walkers around you are like this is what they have they have these like inside them to ignore that she's saying that there's a broker in town that has collected all of these bodies and she's a distributor of like flesh so you would be running uh these fleshies to a client that is looking for 50 tons or oh 50, so we're uh, just, it's just delivery it's it's a it's a running job right right i see i see the the issue is not like picking up all of the flesh bags no it's like they're already ready the, for you yeah, yeah i thought we were right. gonna I thought kill we, 20 no, slimes she's, she's, and collect like, yeah, the slime yeah. guts no, and no, then no. return she's, them to so and so she's saying like yeah. it's just a dirty job there was yeah there was a crash and their ship got hit so we they need a new ship or a new transporter this ship blew up okay there was right. a accident <laughs> on this ship and 50,000 people died. When they took it in, all of these bodies were evacuated and they made them, they processed the bodies and now there's like scraps of them available that you need to go deliver to somebody else. Like the unfortunate circumstances of this vessel are now now there's there's flesh available pretty much oh no it's like it's like a it's like like a car accident like a like a pile up car accident right and then you got the scrapper that comes in and just like takes all the the free car parts but it's just people and now it's just people on this freighter right pretty grimy stuff so and she also kind of explains about the client she says uh so this client's pretty tight-lipped and they're not really interested in talking to us until we arrive with the goods in hand um they advertise this job all across the packed worlds and whichever crew can track down the cargo and deliver it the fastest gets 20 build points damn 20 bp that's a lot of that's a lot of poop now, she's uh, sharing you with this because she had told you right up front, hey, I got another job for you. She's jazzed to tell you about the job. She doesn't know anything about what you guys have talked about. Um, right. Man, I'm 20 gonna... is a lot of build points. That is. What was the name of the person who gave you this job, Terka, or you found the found online? This is this is a unknown client. There is no information. There's only a map. On how to get there. The broker in town with all the flesh is Risha. 
she's a contractor here, and operates out of the Revenant Urge, which is a club in town. Uh, I don't know. I guess we just go for it, right? Like, that's a lot of BP. Beep boop. No, I'm down. I'm down for any job. As long as paying good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Upgrading the ship was really fun, and if we're gonna take on Sinjin, having more reset resources is gonna be pretty important. Terika kind of speaks. Oh, we could get a bigger gun. We're, Did you say you yeah, want to take Tarek, on Sinjin? I said I want to take on forces down. We're still outside the ship. Let's get back on board and talk about this. Yeah, yeah, but you don't know. You're far enough away from live bodies, but you don't know. You don't know what's. There could be plants. It could be. Now, I will say, I'll backpedal and say, Chance, were you just talking amongst players? Because I'm not going to make Joni just like spill the beans unless she was like, oh, yeah, no, good. I wasn't wanting to. No. You weren't wanting to talk I, about Sinjin out loud. I was t I was talking in Joni's voice, so feel free to like, count that against me. <laughs> but like, is she just spilling the beats. I I just assumed we were in a safer scenario now. Well, I will say okay. there's nobody around, but who knows? Paranoia <laughs> can set in, is what I'm saying. Like, there's a chance yeah. you guys are like shut up, you know. I think yeah. Terika continues on. If you said that and it's just like, she's more concerned about like, what do you mean you're going to take on the crime boss right. of the Golden League? Listen, Terika, ever since our last job went south, um, there's been a new change of direction. We've uh, learned some new things about each other and... I guess I can't really say much more until we get on our ship. But as for now, I agree. I think this competition, if you will, I believe this competition is worth worth our time. The oh. reward would suit us well. And I thank you for finding this job. But yeah. yeah. Urson has something that's pressing. And I want to make sure with him it's okay to do this. Because I know time's ticking. I think it would be wise to invest more in the ship, seeing as we are on the run. So being able to run faster and better is... Uh, a, if I die... I can't do anything for anyone. So. The turtle won the race. Not there. <laughs> uh, I will also say, Ursan. Necrographs are on the list that your dad provided you of just like possible things to look into. <laughs> This is this is not tissue. Me? This is dead tissue, and you're not, not sure that you can create something out of this. But you are you are certain that like, hey, it's not something you've been able to get your hands on yet. Also, so. I just remembered that these necrographs are something my dad mentioned. So, 
Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about these necrographs. I heard they air fry them on some plants and pop them like popcorn candy. Air fryer on the ship, baby! <laughs> Holy Mark 1. We could get a Mark 2 air fryer with 20 BP. <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, so we're going to watch as Terica, and I'll say, if you, you guys are trying to get on the ship to talk, right? To talk a little bit? Okay. So yeah, yeah, Terica that's says, what Tony wants to do. Oh, all right. I'll I'll go ahead and send the email uh, that you guys are coming. Um, I'll send her a message. Uh, but let's let's talk. We're gonna watch as the crew of the Oliphant, the Bangering Gang, now featuring Terica, walks aboard the Oliphant. Or the end of episode sixteen. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Renale, elephant people. Terica, Oliphant people. <laughs> hmm. It's all coming together. <laughs> we have to do better on this one, guys. Same writer. Yeah. We got to be better we, I mean, on this one. We are the Oliphant people. We are going to die, and here oh, are oh my gosh. save us. Oh, you're right, dude. 